All right. I'm going to go ahead and start it. All right. Here we go. All right. Thank you guys for joining another episode on New Plan Life. I have a friend today named Jamie, and he has his own podcast called Church X. And uh, you want to tell us a little bit about that? So Church X was birthed because of my passion of being a musician and a leader. I have I live here right in the heart of Canada, in Toronto, and my goal is just to, you know, really just help provide some knowledge and insight on leadership and music for people that are in the church world and even beyond the the four walls of the church. We've seen the explosion of what happens when you become a leader and where you want to take it in life and how you lead people and how you direct people to become just out of the ordinary and lead them into greatness. So that's been one of the critical things for me. Yeah, dude, that's great. And something you just said that even already sparked something is you were talking about how leadership and music, you said out in the community. I think that's huge, right? Mm-hmm. We've done church for so long and so many people kind of, you know, check the box of going to church, but being yep. a leader in community and even bringing this term of worship into yep. community that's big because the term worship we think or society thinks it belongs in church right yep <laughs> what do you think about that it's it's more so we've we've coined the term and what's interesting about this is that worship is now in everything uh i've heard i heard an author say you know life is god's gift to you style is what you make of it and then when it comes to the worship aspect worship is a lifestyle so it's every area, every marketplace, school, home, work, you know, making your bed. I know it sounds very cliche to a lot of people, but at the same time, these little things are an act that we provide and a sign to show that we're really in reverence to what's going on to God. So that's that's really what it comes down to. Yeah, that's great. And like you just said, it's a, it's also showing God that that you mean it, right? When, when, yep. you, when God sees you doing all these small things and you're dedicated to it, like you say, cleaning your room. I mean, who's going who's gonna to follow a leader where he's got piles of clothes touching his ceiling? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> his life isn't in order. His car is just a mess. Like his whole life is messy and he doesn't keep up with things. And yep. that's the, the trait of leadership is in everything. And when we take the worship seriously, um, there's a scripture that says, may your life be a worship service, basically. Let your life be your offering, right? Yes. Worship. So going into leadership, here's our first question. Ready? Yep. How did you do last year with leadership? (laughs) In terms of what aspect? So So I would say leading... I don't want to segment Christians and non-Christians. So I just, yeah. people in general, how did you do with leading people in 2020? I looked at it differently. Mm-hmm. The question I asked myself is not, who am I leading? I said, who is in my ear leading me to the future? Yeah, That's the question I, because for me, I think I did well. Like I led a lot of people in terms of just some, if I take the church side of uh, out of it, if I've led a lot of people, like I've, I've been there, you know, leading people, whether it's working at a food bank, whether it is just, you know, going out and just being a leader to somebody, whether it's just caring for a friend or caring for a family member, or whether it's just doing these little itty bitty things. I think I've done well in 2020, but -hmm. what I've come to realize is that going forward, the question is, who is going to lead me into the future? 
if I don't have the right person in my ear, I cannot lead them to the future. Yeah. That would be a moral failure on my part. And we've seen, we've seen that kind of happen in leadership as a lately, even if we just take the church side out of it, let's just go and just let's the reality of it is that we've seen a lot of leaders just start to not be able to lead appropriately because they they don't have the right people in their ear and yeah. for me in a personal note like I've, I've I think I've been able to grow and I've started to understand that and and now cultivating that culture has been one of the most funnest things I could ever imagine yeah, so that's great it's been really good yeah and as we were just we were talking a little before the podcast and for everyone that's listening we were talking about or we were praying about the spotlight and the spotlight is it feels good right the spotlight feels so great when people are just commenting and saying how great you are and how great the message was and all that but here on new plan life we're making a plan to take the spotlight off of us yep and like you were just saying having that voice in your ear the leader is not you. Exactly. And that's where we get lost is since the beginning of creation in Genesis, where we read this, Satan says you will become like God. But the thing is, a lot of us take that too literal. We, mm-hmm. we sometimes think we are God. Yep. <laughs> we sometimes think we are the leader. Yep. So especially with our own life, we're like, oh, this is my life. I get to say what I get to do. Yeah, and yeah. not realizing that there's somebody there pulling the strings. Yeah, yeah, really, isn't that crazy? And, and what what what's interesting, because you said you mentioned something very, very key here, uh-huh. Dylan. You mentioned very key. What caught my eye was the fact that it's not necessarily, yes, it's, you know, it's my life. It's all, that's all well and good. But at the end of the day, there's a God first principle and there's a man first principle. If we cannot distinguish the two, it makes no sense for you to become a leader. We've seen leaders take the spotlight when they're not ready, when they don't have yes. the right voice in there. We've seen leaders fail ultimately because they're just not ready or they don't have the tools and they don't have the equipment. It's just like you go into going into a job site without a hammer. Like you're not going to be able to do the job. <laughs> yeah like let's be practical about it let's be realistic about it and let's give you that plan and say okay as a leader i eat last as a eat as a leader i make sure every person's got fed first before i even eat that shows humility that shows principle that shows practicality and not only that that just shows good humanity across the board which is something that the world needs right now more than ever before yeah, so. definitely. So what do you think? You said, I love that. You said some people just aren't ready. And I think a, a big part of that is people try to take on the role of leadership. And it's a heart issue when their heart is not ready yet to take up the mantle of leadership. And that's where things, I think, go awry so many times is we yep. try, we, we think of this assignment in an earthly way. We're like, you know what? I really want to do this. And it's like, mm-hmm. great. Oh, and it's a godly thing. Sweet. But that doesn't mean you should go for it yet. Right? It yep. might be there. And the thing is, this is this is an interesting thing. You might even have, like you said, you might even have the tools to do it. Like this. Yep. Like we might have the tools to do a podcast. That doesn't mean your heart's ready to be talking about the things of God. Yeah, <laughs> uh, I think of kind of um, Jonah, right? 
when he was running from God, when he was calling him to be a leader, he's like, yeah. hey, man, it's your time. All right, go lead. Go uh, tell this place that they're sinning and to repent. And he's like, nope, nope, not going to do that. He doesn't have the heart to. It, exactly. He didn't have the heart to. And the boat was at the dock ready to sail out in the opposite direction. Just because you have the tools to get you where you think you need to go or the opposite way you need to go. God's like, God's going to bring you there. Right. Or you're going to go in the opposite direction. It's going to play one of two ways. (laughs) Exactly. And what I've found is that the critical parts of being a leader is a, the heart check B the focus because it takes focus to become a leader are you focusing on the right things then on top of that are you the wine the grape the vessel the chalice the 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 branches are you that one person where everybody can rely on you or is it where you're the branch but there's different extensions of you yeah At the end of the day, here's where I look at it. You as a leader have to be the one that everyone hates to lose. Mm. Point blank. You can't, you can't be a leader and, and think that you're the, you're that guy. You're that, you're that female, you're that male, you're the female that, that, that's just, you're the it. Yeah. You're the it in quotation Uh marks. Right. So you got to be the person that everyone hates to lose. Right, as a leader, and then so good. Re- realize that it's the humanity aspect, the human condition. If you cannot, as a leader, feel the pain at its finest, then it's useless. Yep, totally right. And I like how you said, uh, You're the one. It's you made me think of a uh, John when he says, Um, he must increase and I must decrease. Yep. And there's another scripture that says the first will be last and the last will be first. Will be first. Yes, it's backwards. It's totally backwards. He must increase. I must, I must decrease. He must increase. Yep. But it's this upside down system where the leader is actually, like you said, the last. The traits we see in leaders, like you said, they're, they're eating last. They're doing all these things. And that's, that's why we look up to them, though, is because they have something that we yearn for, right? Mm-hmm. It's like, what is that? <laughs> yeah, you mentioned something. You mentioned something very critical here. Okay, you mentioned that they yearn for something. Okay, now I want to. I want. I want to point. I want to point you to one thing. The problem is this: everyone tries to do leadership alone. It never works. You can't do leadership alone and expect to be successful. Yes, you can be a CEO of a multi-million dollar company, but not have people work for you. You get Series A funding and still have no people working for you. You cannot do leadership alone. And it's these things that we have to remember that are critical to us. It's these things that we have to remember that are critical to us as being leaders. We cannot do leadership alone. I don't expect to do it alone. You don't expect to do it alone. So why bother going in alone, unarmed, without the tools, when you realize that it takes a team to become a great leader? Amen to that. I love that. Yeah. So let's ask this. If we know in the year 2020, Mm -hmm. we had depression, suicide, lonely, everything. Everything was at an all-time high. Everyone was just sad. 
Mm -hmm. um, if we know this, we can almost use this as, you know, a code <laughs> going into 2021. Yep. How should we approach leadership knowing these things? Leadership should be able to address the issues that affect the team at heart. Mm. I like that. I'm sorry, but the, the facts are this, is that yeah. the church doesn't talk about suicide. The church doesn't talk about mental health. It only becomes normal when it's on the news. It mm. only becomes front page when it's out in the public. But as a leader, you have to be able to say, sit down with my worship team, find out how they're doing. Christmas just passed. We gave a whole bunch of gifts. You know, some people who served on their teams didn't get anything. Some people outdoors didn't get anything. Some people outside the four corners of the church didn't get anything. But we have to be able to address these issues as a leader going into 2021 and realizing, okay, Maybe it's time to have that meeting. Maybe it's time to yes. have that annual recap. Maybe it's time to actually sit down with the, the key stakeholders that are in that in the organization or in the company or in the in the in the office or in the church or wherever they are in the marketplace. Because yeah. I truly believe that as a leader, you can thrive in any marketplace. You're not restricted to the entertainment industry. You're not restricted to industrial you're not restricted to just the church well you're not restricted to the educational system you can thrive being a leader anywhere but it's what you do and what you take and the value you bring to become a great leader yep man i'm just sitting back listening to you this is all great <laughs> this is all greatness uh love it so i had a scripture here second timothy sure. four two through five a couple scriptures but it's mm -hmm. uh it's basically the example of a leader right so it says Preach the word of God. Be prepared whether the time is favorable or not. In season, Patient, season. Yeah. yeah. Patiently correct, rebuke, and encourage your people with good teaching. For a time is coming when people will no longer listen to sound and wholesome teaching. Man, yep. is that good. They will follow their own desires, and they will look for teachers who will tell them whatever is itching their ears and they want to hear. They will reject the truth and chase after myths. But you should keep a clear mind in every situation. Don't be afraid of suffering for the Lord. Work at telling others the good news and fully carry out the ministry that God has given you. Absolutely. I can't agree with that. I, I agree with that. I resonate with that because it, the Bible says in season, out season, uh, keeping sound doctrine. I mean, all these things are important. As leaders, we have to make sure that integrity number one integrity is at the forefront number two the god first principle is at the forefront number three that what we're expounding on or what we're teaching or what we're showing has some sort of substance and value and that can benefit somebody who's never heard it or if they have heard it benefit them in a way that can enrich their lives yes yeah we and this is where leaders are not born, they're created. They're created with a purpose in mind. Yeah. If you as a leader cannot realize where you're going and where you want to go, then it makes no sense. I like this. I like this. Um, it doesn't matter where you come from, but it does matter where you come from. <laughs> I like that. 
It doesn't matter where you come from, but it does matter where you come from. Oh man. If you he's as preaching. a no, no, but I'm I'm just this is, I'm not preaching. I'm not preaching. No, not, he's but teaching. I'm, I'm just I'm just I'm just being realistic because that's great. A leader is somebody who has to understand the facets, understand the pain, the human condition, the the shortcoming, the flaws. You know how to lead people to the future. I mean. Mm. It's good to lead them to the now, but we already in the now. What's the purpose of leading them to the now when you're already there? Yeah. If I can't lead you ahead, if I can't say, hey, we're doing X, Y, Z, we're doing a marketing campaign this time, we're doing, you know, we're having a meeting with the general board, we're meeting with um, all our key stakeholders on Zoom, we're doing this uh, promotions out this this week, and we're doing all these different things, then it makes no sense. Yeah. Right. Amen to that. And when I was reading that scripture, it made me think of something else. Godly leaders are the best leaders, hands down. Absolutely. They're Can't. totally entrenched in the word and in God's presence. Is yes. and that's 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 the key is being in God's presence truly, fully, and wholly devoted. But my thing is in 2020, especially because it hit us so hard. Yep. How would this world look if all the leaders in fear just stepped down? In fear, if they all stepped down, the world would be in complete chaos. Here's why I say that. The world being complete chaos because the church should be the number one. Okay, well, the church should be the number one economic power of the world. Yeah. Okay. But let's just take this, let's just take this, let's just take this different step. If Jeff Bezos stepped down tomorrow morning, the richest guy in the world, if he stepped down tomorrow morning, Amazon would be no more. Could you imagine a world where you couldn't get things in a day? Could you imagine where you couldn't get your baby products, yeah. your diapers? If he said, I'm just done, I'm closing down Amazon, that's it, it's over, yo, Amazon's done. Everyone would be like, oh my gosh, like one day shipping is not a thing. Oh my gosh, oh dear, help me. <laughs> yes. Yep. Just imagine the church world now, taking that from the church context. It's every leader from every major church that we all know and love, and we watch their services every week, said, oh, that's it, I'm done. I, I I don't want to do this anymore. They've had no moral failings. They've had none of that stuff, but they just stepped down. Could you imagine what would happen to the world? Because yeah. now people would be the hope. I'm only say the hope. Let me let me let me backtrack and correct myself there. The hope that they put their trust in to these to the to the men or the women mm -hmm. would have dissipated. When ultimately the Bible makes it very clear that we should not be putting our trust in man, yeah, but put our trust in God. Mm -hmm. That's why the God first principle is paramount in this <laughs> life. There you go. Yeah, and there'd be no one. The gospel would just flounder. No one would be talking about good news. No one would be talking about truth. And like it says, they will follow their own desires and look for teachers who will teach them whatever they want to hear, and they yep. will reject the truth and chase after myths. So if everyone were to step down, we'd just be chasing a bunch of lies, false gods, false teachers, 
And where would we even be? Pe- even secular people turn to the church uh-huh. because they know that they'll take care of them. <laughs> they know that they'll provide for them. They know that they'll give them food and help them financially. Yep. And if the exactly. leaders decide to, and especially in 2021, this is where we got to step up because there's so much that happened in 2020 that we need to step up to the plate as Woo. leaders. <laughs> Come on now. Come on now. Do you tell them. This is tell the time. Them. Tell them. <laughs> this year, this is the time, right? Hebrews 10:38 says, "But my righteous one shall live by faith, and if he shrinks back, my soul has no pleasure in him." Mm. Uh, Are we going to shrink back? No. We <laughs> we shouldn't be. Like we actually shouldn't be. Now, leadership, now let's 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 let's, de- let's dive a little deeper. Let's push a little yeah. bit deeper. I want to push a little deeper on what you said. Okay? So we shouldn't be shrinking back. So that means should leadership in the church be elevated in all areas of ministry? Yes or no? Oh man. So that's worship. <laughs> that's the that's the worship team, pray the worship team, that's your ushers, that's your, your hospitality team, that's your 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 senior pastor, that's your your outreach ministry. Should oh, yeah. should all those areas be elevated? That's crazy. So you're, wait, uh, let me get you straight. So you're saying that more than the leadership, more than the leader of the church, there should be more leadership than that? <laughs> I'm, yeah, no, it's no, almost no. like every Christian should take leadership seriously, not just the leader. Isn't that crazy? Exactly. <laughs> That's nuts. But look, <laughs> right now we're in a digital divide. Okay, it's either you're professional at what you do or you're not. Right? We've yeah. seen the rise of, you know, unfortunately, small business being eradicated, which is terrible. Mm-hmm. And then on top of that, now everyone's gone digital. Everything from the educational industry to finance to doing your taxes virtually to grocery shopping to everything. But now the only things that have not been eradicated in terms of leadership is the area of the church. If we can, if we even look at it, what areas in the church have stepped up in terms of the rise of leadership? Your outreach ministry. More and more people want to hear the gospel. More and more yeah. people want to get saved. More and people want to come to Christ. More yes. and more people, like you'll have people that are this. I remember. I'll give you an example. About a few weeks ago, I was at I was at I was at one of my friend's churches, and we we're just helping them set up for their live stream, and we were playing music, and just out of the blue, somebody literally just walked off the street. Just out of the blue, we didn't know who the people were. It was a husband and wife. They walked off. They said they heard music. They wanted to walk in. Okay, they walked wow. in. They sat literally sat in while we we're setting up for the live stream. And they just heard us play. Unbeknownst to us, that we had to call the pastor of the house and say, "Hey, pastor, um, these people want to get saved right now. Can you make your way down here?" What? Like, literally, it's just me and like a few people. I remember the time, and we literally they had to call the pastor and say, "Yo, these people want to get saved right now." Wow. We didn't do anything. We just played music. (laughs) All we did was just play music. But I'm like, had we not have been there, leadership would have never known. Therefore, the opportunity 
for somebody to hear the good news would have never happened. Right. Right. That's amazing. Leadership is in multiple areas. It's a marketplace. It requires pain of the human condition. It requires, you know, stepping up in different areas. It's one thing to say, okay, I'll use music ministry because that's my area of expertise. I love playing music. Leadership is one thing to say, hey, we're doing three songs this week. Okay, we're doing three songs. You learn your songs. You come learning the material. Okay, yeah, it's all fair and good. Okay, and then we go live. Then, okay, that's it. That's essentially it right now. Leadership says, okay, we're doing three songs. This is the way we're doing it. We do them. We do a live stream. After we're done, we have a debrief. After we have the debrief, we're going to record more content so that we can show people, hey, this is what our ministry does. This is what makes us special. This is what we do that nobody else can do. Then after leadership says, okay, we have that content. Now we're going to plan a year in advance (laughs) for all the other stuff. Yeah. So what I'm hearing is leaders, basically, they're not the people to get there late and check out early. Yeah, like you, like they're you the see ones all the, put the hours in, right? But you're you see it like the worst thing. Uh, I'll give you an example. I hate I hate seeing this one. I hate <laughs> seeing go. this one. You go to church, and you're scheduled to, you speak, or you're scheduled to lead prayer, and you show up for prayer, and you do your part, and then you leave. Except that's what I'm saying. Yes, like you actually do your part and leave. Like or or. Or this what this one happens way too often. Okay, you you're you're the scheduled guest speaker, and no disrespect to any pastors, but this is just what I've seen and what I've. And you could probably testify to this too. The guest speaker shows up literally about ten minutes before they're about before. to speak. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They don't sit through the worship service. They don't participate. They just come literally 10 minutes before they're about to speak don't even and just speak and then they sit have coffee with the pastor after and then leave yeah that's it yeah and of course that could be for some reasons for some people depending but i get what you mean about it seems like a heart issue and they're not truly in the that role like they should be and i i thought you were going to say this but you made me think of this is it's the same (laughs) for anyone listening they know i mean it's the same people at work Right. That, like I just said, get there late. They check out early. They complain about having to work extra hours. Yep. They complain about, they don't do anything. They never help you out. <laughs> they're sitting on their blessed assurance. That's what they're sitting on. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And they're not a team player. It's just, you, there's no, there's no leadership in them because they don't put forth the effort. And what I like what you're saying is everyone in the church and everyone listening that is a Christian should put forth that leadership outside of them your expertise might be in music your expertise might be in speaking it might be in the medical field i don't know what it is but you have a seed of leadership in you because the holy spirit's in you romans 8 29 says god predestined us to be conformed to the image of his son his son was a leader he came down. He led us. I'm, mm-hmm. Why else did he have crowds of thousands of people crowding around him? Is because people wanted to see how he led and how he taught, right? Exactly. And that's where the critical portion comes into play, comes into play here um, in terms of becoming a better leader, in terms of, 
in terms of just applying what we're doing because it comes down to practical application a lot of times we don't say it but the facts are this practical application does work yep it does we 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 just don't talk about it very very often now <laughs> it's because it takes uh, work <laughs> yeah and and some people wonder why they work 40 hours a week or 100 hours a week it, it does take work why but, do you, it's like why do you put so much effort it's like well because leadership's important to me oh it's not even that it's not even that why you put so much effort in in terms of in terms of leadership the reason why people put the effort because they always want to take, 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 never give, give, give. Ah. The best leaders in the world give. Think oh, yeah. about it. <laughs> you give every day. You give your time, your money, your effort, your talents, everything you do. The best leaders give. And yeah. if you can realize, if you can take that, and for those that are listening, if you can take that and just realize that if you give, That's going to be your benefit. What I look at is this. Okay. All right. Let me, let me, let me put this in context. Okay. Go for it. Anybody that's in leadership, we never think about how hard their job is. Leadership's always simply challenging. It's, it's never going to get to the point where it's going to be easy. Yeah. Now, totally I get it. You know, everyone has got their own opinions. You know, there's so many, you know, deadlines and things that leadership leaders got to do. And you're probably emphasizing the fact that, you know what, they do so much. But I want to ask this. As a leader, how do you stay focused? What motivates you to give? What motivates you to do all this? Yeah. Here's my question to everybody. What is your motivation as a leader? Is it the future? Is it getting a paycheck? Is it the fact that when you give, you get something in return? But when you, you kind of have these days where, you know, things are going horribly wrong, there has to be something that, that's drawn out of you to accomplish what you really need to do and give you hope for tomorrow. That's where I'm. That's where that's where I'm challenged here because the motivation for a leader is just. I look at it this way: it's got to be the future. You got to know that there's better things ahead, right? Yeah, yeah, that's great. So and the Bible that's talks just about my that, thing, right? That's <laughs> just my thing. Yeah, that's just my thing. It's it's leadership's tough. It's. It, it's it's tough. It drives me insane. Yeah, it drives me insane. And the cool thing though fun. is to read scripture and to know that we do have, like you said, like what are you pulling from? What's the future look like? Like we do have a leader. Christ was the best leader of all time. He he gave his life. He he sacrificed his life. The scripture talks about those who try to save their life will lose it. Right. Mm -hmm. <laughs> those who try to save their life will lose it, and those we'll who lose it give their life will gain it. Mm -hmm. Matthew 5, 6 says, blessed are those who hunger and thirst, thirst. for righteousness. Yep. For they will be satisfied. We have the best leader of all time. 
to look up to christ give your life what what you were just saying you will not be hurt and in trouble and destroyed because you gave too much no one's ever hurt by giving too much (laughs) that's the cool thing right when uh what was it i think someone had a it was like a penny and that's all she had in the bible and she gave that away and she was blessed like 30 fold because of it so exactly if you're listening, when it comes to leadership, don't be scared to give too much of yourself. God will bless you, especially if you have the right heart. He will not let you suffer. Absolutely. Here's my ears, and there's another thing I want to say. Here's another thing. It's okay as a leader to work for free, but just know you have to know your boundaries. Know yeah, yeah. where it's too much or it's too little. Okay. Yeah. Because the moment you as a leader start giving of every single thing, people are going to come to you as a leader (laughs) and say, either A, you're giving too much, B, you're not giving enough, or C, I'm just coming to take, 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 take from you. And that's it. Yeah. You have to be able to discern and understand the difference. And that's what I've come to realize as a leader. The motivation for a leader has got to be the future. What is better than right now, which is the future? Yeah. So, and it's in every every area of marketplace. Now, I want to pose you a question, Dylan. Okay. Yeah, You're the founder of New Life, the New Life Podcast. Okay. Mm-hmm. I'm going to pose you a question here that, that I thought was interesting. What do you consider to be the qualities of a leader? Of a leader. Hmm. Like you said, definitely integrity. Um, A big thing I want to say is, of course, responsibility, but even on a higher level, I think, the biggest thing I want to say is being above reproach. Mm. I think being able to look up to someone and they are completely transparent. There's nothing they're hiding. There's nothing that you can even point to and say he sinned or he was alone with this girl at this place or he he had a couple beers at this bar. He didn't know I saw him. Things like that. Like just being above reproach to where everyone, everyone on the face of the earth can look to this person and say, I trust you. I trust you with what I'm about to tell you. I trust you with my life. That's what's the biggest part for me in a leader is being able to look at them and without a doubt, trust them with everything. And that's how we look at Christ too. <laughs> well, that's why, okay. When you say that the qualities of leader, we know that Christ is the ultimate leader. Granted, <laughs> that's a given. But that also says why the Bible is the number one selling book in the world. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. Okay. Bible sold millions of copies, most read book in the world. No other book can touch it. Um, but then that's the manual for leadership. It we is. don't look at it. We don't look at it like that, though. No, we don't. We look at it as, okay, when I need a scripture, I'm in trouble. Go to this scripture. When I need it, when I need some encouragement or hope, I go to <laughs> this scripture. We, we pick and choose and leaders are not supposed to pick and choose. Oh, Whenever, yes. Pick and choose. There's favoritism if you want to be correct about yeah, it. Yeah, isn't that I, funny? <laughs> you go to the Bible, you're like, yeah, I need something encouraging today. And the Bible's like, you need to be a leader and take more responsibility. And it's like, um, that's not what I needed today. And God's like, yes, you did. Exactly. <laughs> yes, you did. We, and, and that's the thing, right? That's why we look at 
the Bible is like the best leadership manual. Every single problem you could probably think of that's already happened is in the Bible. And it tells you exactly how to go through and manage the problem. Yeah. Okay. Leaders don't look at problems. They look at solutions. Right. You're a leader. You're running a podcast. You're designing something that's great for great to benefit other people. Right. Because you're not looking within yourself saying, I can do this, 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 this. I'm looking to grow and benefit somebody else. Right. So that's what I'm saying. Like, it's these little things as leaders that that that's that's different. Now, there, there's so much areas I can talk about, but I mean, <sighs> yeah, I know, I got you. All right, well, we're coming up on time here. Um, yeah, I mean, we could literally talk about this. Yeah, all day, we could talk about it all day. I know. So, um, uh, our new plan for today, I would say, is bring out your inner leadership. Um, right. it's in there. Like we said, God planted that seed in you. It's in there and you just got to believe it. And you got to be able to be bold and be courageous and take that step and stop listening to Satan's voice telling you, you can't lead because you can. That's right. God has given you that. Is there anything you want to say before we uh, head out? Yeah. Uh, like I said, it doesn't matter where you come from. It does matter where you come from. Oh, be man. a leader, be a leader, be Famous a leader. Words from Jamie. Be a be a leader. Remember, pain is going to be your greatest commo- greatest greatest mo- motivation, but it's also going to be your greatest source of strength as a leader. Yeah. So take that, run with it, and you'll be unstoppable in terms of everything that you do. And just remember to look to God as the source. Amen. All right, guys. Well, thanks for listening. God bless. Peace. Peace. Sweet man. Yeah, man. Good stuff. Yeah, man. Hi, I'm Jamie McKenzie, and this is the Church X Leaders Podcast. This is the show where you get tips, strategies on how to become a better leader in church, navigate the different areas of ministry, and have those tough conversations. I'm here to help you go from out of the ordinary into greatness. So if you're ready, let's get started.